0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: It's time! It's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans. Chris Mack had you covered with all the news and notes surrounding, surrounding your Penguin. Only on Fifth Avenue face-off. Welcome back into another edition of Fifth. Avenue Face Off. I'm Chris Mack of 93.7, The Fan and The Fan Morning Show, getting you ready for an important stretch of games here for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They've got six games in 10 days. A pair of those games are the second half of back to backs, which the Penguins have been awful, absolutely awful in. Uh, And we'll get into that real quick. Just want to set you up for today's episode. Chris Otto of Otto's Hockey Portal. Follow him on Twitter, at PSU Auto. He's got great data if you're looking to bet on hockey, in particular with some very specific prop bets, team prop bets, first period bets, uh, totals, all that stuff. If you're into betting and you're into hockey, Chris is your guy, Chris Auto. So he will join me in just a little bit. Josh Roundtree of 93.7 The Fan and Odyssey as well will join me. He was at the Penguin Skate Thursday in Cranberry. It is Friday as I record this and most likely as you listen to it as they get ready to take on the Islanders tonight without a morning skate, which means in all likelihood uh, that there will not be the first return start of Tristan Jari against the Islanders tonight. Uh, We would expect, at least, it would be Casey DeSmith with Dustin Tokarski backing him up if news changes between now and then. You'll hear about it, I'm sure, uh, at 937thefan.com. You can go there. You can go to your Odyssey app, most importantly, to subscribe to and download the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, be sure to leave a favorable review. We appreciate it. And like I said, subscribe so you get the latest episodes of Fifth Avenue Face Off right there in your app as soon as they are ready. You listen to it on your way to the game, or maybe you're going out to meet some friends to watch the game. Listen to it then. Maybe while you're sitting there cleaning up after dinner, getting ready to watch the game on TV when it's on the road as it is tonight, uh, you listen to the latest episode of Fifth Avenue Faceoff. And as I mentioned, six games in 10 days. And right after that, it's the deadline. So all of this pieces together, really, when you look at the standings and where the Penguins are, 63 points, just a point ahead of the Washington Capitals, but four games in hand on the Caps. And again, we don't know how long Alex Ovechkin will be back home in Russia uh, with his family attending to the details uh, after his father's passing. You've got the Florida Panthers, a point behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, but the Penguins have five games in hand on Florida. You've got the Islanders two points back of the Pens, but going into Friday night's game, the Pens have four games in hand. This is a classic, as they call it, Mike Sullivan called it this Thursday in Cranberry, a classic four-point game. The Penguins win in regulation. There'll be four points up on the Islanders with four games in hand. That's a lot to make up over the course of less than 20 regular season games, closer to 15 regular season games, or excuse me, less than 30 regular season games, closer to 25 for the Islanders. That's a lot to make up. And so you would feel a lot more comfortable about the Penguins if they could take these four-point swings against the Islanders. The problem will be, as we know with the Pens, that schedule has a pair of back-to-backs on it. It's got, well, Saturday afternoon, afternoon, evening, 5.30 p.m. start against the New Jersey Devils at PPG Paints Arena. who we'll be back here waiting uh, for the Pens as uh, the Pens will be traveling back from Long Island, and then next weekend, another back-to-back against another high-level Eastern Conference opponent, and that one will also be traveling home overnight or late at night for the Penguins. The Penguins will be in St. Louis on a Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday night, they'll be at home against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Now, the Blues are not the Stanley Cup champion Blues. They are a Blues team uh, that perhaps the Penguins could be like, going in and and stealing a piece of cake off the table while nobody's looking. Maybe you bring a piece home with you, Ryan O'Reilly from St. Louis. Uh, But in between that, you've got a game against the Oilers at home. A little run and gun hockey, perhaps Crosby against McDavid and another one against the Islanders. So again, in the next 10 days at the Islanders, back home in less than 24 hours to play the Devils. Two days later at home against the Islanders. Three days later, Edmonton two days later at St. Louis and the following night at home against Tampa. Wow. Uh, For a team that is the oldest in the league, and that has, again, been an abject disaster on the second half of back-to-backs, and who, again, we're led to believe that Tristan Jari is closer to being back than not, and that maybe he'll be available for the devil's game on Saturday night or available for the lightning game next Sunday, the second half of those back-to-backs.
0: Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H track, all wheel drive and three row seating. My whole family can head deep into the wild, conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit
1: HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But if he's not, Casey DeSmith is already getting run ragged, uh, has stood tall and on his head in some cases. Think about that uh, that Avalanche game in particular where he stole one for his teammates uh, think about some of the things he did against San Jose out in California, had a very strong performance that night as well. One that helped his team steal a couple of points, I think, or at least kept them in parts of that game where they weren't playing their best. I don't know how much more you can ring out of Casey DeSmith, Smith and you need Tristan Jari back in the lineup sooner rather than later. If you want to do what is necessary with these games in hand, and this is going to be, If you're looking for a key takeaway from me as you look ahead to these six games in the next 10 days, it is this. Take this with you wherever you go. Like I said, whether you're hanging out with your better half or some friends on the couch watching the Islanders game and then the Devils on Saturday night, whether you're headed down to the game on Saturday night, whatever you're doing this weekend and over the course of the next 10 days as these half dozen games are being played, take this with you. Games in hand are great. But they mean absolutely nothing if you don't take points from them. Games in hand are great unless you're not taking points from them. If you're taking points from them, then yes, you're growing your lead over the bubble teams, right? It would be great to win these two games against the Islanders in the next uh, six days or whatever it is, five days. You do that? Yes, by all means. You feel good about putting some distance between yourselves. And the Islanders, maybe even some distance if you're the Penguins between yourselves and the Capitals in the second wild card spot. But you're also nine points behind the Rangers, who are red hot, have won six in a row as we sit here on Friday afternoon. You're also 12 points behind the Devils. You're probably not catching them unless they go into a skid and you get red hot. It's still a possibility, but not likely. I don't want to say you're already in mid February locked into the first wild card spot, but it looks like your most likely landing spot. And if that's the case, your most likely first round opponent, the Carolina Hurricanes. If you'd like to affect change, though, in some way, if you'd like to ensure you're not going to fall into the second wild card spot and have to play Boston in the first round, which would be good morning, good afternoon, good night. We're out in five games, probably. Uh, If you'd like to somehow have a shot at scratching and fighting and clawing your way back into the third or maybe even second spot in the Metro and getting a better matchup, at least maybe you would think on paper it's a better matchup than playing Carolina to face the Rangers or Devils in the first round, then these games in hand are enormous. And again, the second half of these back-to-back games are enormous, two of which you've got in the next week. And the key to those games? And this will be the other big takeaway I'll leave you with before we get Josh Roundtree in here and then Chris Otto is play boring hockey. Like I, I hate to say that, right? Nobody wants boring hockey. It's the Pittsburgh Penguins. As Penguin fans, we've grown up with some of the most brilliant offensive talent in the history of the game playing right before our very eyes. We still have some of that in Crosby, Malkin, Letang. But you you don't need to play up-and-down hockey. You don't need to play fire wagon hockey. You don't need to be irresponsible with the puck. In fact, the one thing you need to be if you're the Pittsburgh Penguins is more responsible than ever. Dumb these games down. Simplify them. Make it easier for whoever your goaltender is, whether it's DeSmith or Jari, to stand tall behind you, to not have to face 40, 45 shots on a given night. Play good, smart, responsible hockey. Again, I know that's boring, but it's the kind of hockey you're going to have to play if you want to win in the playoffs and you need to start playing that kind of hockey now, particularly if you're the oldest team in the league and you want to have a chance of pulling some points, extracting some points in the standings. From the second half of those back to back scenarios, like next Sunday against Tampa and this Saturday against the Devils, and making the most of these six games in 10 days and making the most of the four or five games you have in hand over some of those Eastern Conference bubble teams. Play good, smart, boring hockey and make sure you get points out of those games that you have in hand over the competition. And then put your GM in a spot where he feels good about going out and adding to what you have in the room already. And maybe, just maybe, we're talking a very, singing a very different tune about these Pittsburgh Penguins two weeks from now as the trade deadline comes and goes. And maybe they've made some big moves and they've played well in this two-week stretch. And we're feeling like maybe this is a team that can go on a run. Or maybe we're still sitting here, spinning our wheels what exactly went on out in cranberry on thursday we'll talk to josh roundtree after him chris otto of otto's hockey portal to tell us how to bet on some of these games that's all on the way welcome back in we appreciate you joining be sure to subscribe and download this is the latest episode of fifth avenue faceoff